You are listening to 106.9 Tune FM, the home of Student Powered Radio, where we are doing O-Week content for you all week long. And right now, I'm sitting here with a very special guest. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, Nick. Thank you very much for having me here today. Um, my name is Julia Day, mm-hmm. and I'm a senior lecturer in the School of Law here at UNE. So what are some things that first years can look forward to in your units? Look, my units will be completely fantastic and amazing mm. in all ways. <laughs> so <laughs> so I'm not teaching in trimester one this mm-hmm. year. However, trimester two, mm-hmm. I'm super excited because I've got a new unit Ooh. that I don't think is happening anywhere else Ooh. in Australia and new to UNE and I think new to Australia called social media law. Ooh. And which is, as I said, I'm incredibly excited about it. Mm-hmm. So We're going to be looking at all sorts of different legal issues relating to civil law, obviously, and defamation. Also, we'll look at intellectual property laws, Mm -hmm. criminal laws, how the criminal law and social media intersect, uh, privacy issues, Mm. and that's just really to name a few Mm. of some of the things that we're going to be looking at in this new unit. It's sort of my baby, I suppose you could say. (laughs) Uh, It's a very new unit. and. I'm incredibly interested in sort of social media and the law and how how they intersect because mm-hmm. we're seeing increasingly mm-hmm. how they are intersecting. Every time you look at the news, oh, you yeah. see more defamation cases and other mm. other things relating to to the social media and the mm. law. So it's something that, as I said, I'm very excited about, mm. and um, hopefully the current law students and new law students mm. will be interested in in doing that unit as well. Mm. So that's trimester two. Trimester three, I'm um, teaching again, coordinating torts law. Now, for those students who aren't sort of familiar with law, Mm -hmm. torts law is essentially about, well, for want of a better way of putting it, about suing people Ah. and suing others. So negligence, um, we'll talk about the concept of owing a duty of care, Mm -hmm. what happens when people breach their duty of care, etc. And looking at, you know, damages and how do the courts actually determine what damages somebody should get if they've been injured Mm -hmm. as a result of somebody else's negligence. Mm And we'll also look at a number of other torts as well. We look at trespass to the person, which is Mm -hmm. sort of assault and battery, which you've probably Mm -hmm. heard about in the criminal law sphere. So that's sort of touchings or putting somebody in apprehension of fear. And we'll also look at a number of other torts as well. Uh, Private nuisance is another one. Mm -hmm. So if you've got rowdy neighbours or people who want to play, you know, ridiculous rock, well, I actually like rock music, (laughs) but... If they decide that they want to start a band and they're all, you know, going hell for leather every night, mm-hmm. um, that would be something that you would be potentially interested in. So yeah. super lucky, as I said, because I'm doing two units this year which are relevant to our everyday lives, yeah. relevant to everything that, you know, we're doing, mm-hmm. relevant to our society. It's not just some obscure legislation that nobody cares about. It's actually stuff that's directly relevant to Mm. everybody in the world. And so can't wait to do this. It's really exciting. Yes, very applicable and very immediately available units. Yeah. And I think it's really important to those first years that are are coming on board that Mm -hmm. I'm no doubt talking to at the moment. When I was studying law, I always thought it was incredibly important for you to be able to draw synergies between your life and what you're actually studying. Because if you can't do that, it's really difficult to understand what you're learning about. Yeah. Whereas if you, you know, say, oh, yeah, that's relevant to this because of that or that's relevant to my Facebook feed or what I do on Instagram or mm-hmm. whatever, 
it, it actually can change your life quite mm. dramatically. Sometimes people might think you're a little bit annoying when you come in at dinner parties <laughs> and, you know, they're, they're sort of bitching about something and you're saying, mm. well, actually, this isn't the particular case, but <laughs> I'm joking, I'm being a bit flippant there. But, mm. but yeah, it's, it's super interesting and, and, you know, as I said, welcome to all of those new mm. students that we've got. I very can't nice. wait to meet you all. Yeah, it sounds like some very interesting units. So make sure to look out for that name, Julia Day. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) So where can this course of study lead students into the future? Well, we'll go back to a law degree, okay? Mm -hmm. So if students are doing a law degree, there's lots and lots of things students can do. It's Mm. only actually 50% of students who do a law degree Mm. that actually go out and practice law. Oh. So the perception that students, because there is a perception in the community that there are too many law students. Mm Mm-hmm. And that there are not enough jobs for them. Well, actually, mm. it's it's actually not true at all. Mm. And the reason is because of that statistic. Because if only 50% are actually going to be, you know, practising law, you've yep. then got a number of other different areas that you can go into. Mm. So I've had, you know, past students and, and people I know with law degrees and alumni from this university, actually, who have gone into lots and lots of different areas. Mm. Some examples would be um, politics, Mm -hmm. political advisors. Mm. Journalism is something that people often go into with a law degree because having that understanding of our legal system, et cetera, those issues, Mm. also, you know, being able to critically analyse something is incredibly useful if you want mm. to be a journalist. Mm. They can um, definitely write and report on it from an um, educated That's exactly right. So you, you learn, a, you know, a myriad of skills which are going to be applicable to you in anything that you do, mm-hmm. essentially, and make you a lot more employable in the future because a lot of these skills that you will learn in a law degree, rather than just learning about, you know, Section 5 of the, Cri- the Crimes Act yeah. or Section 5B of the Civil Liability Act, for example, it's mm-hmm. actually teaching you... A different way of thinking hmm. and I think that that's really what you'll remember and learn um, mm-hmm. whilst you're doing a law degree because the reality is and as they should our laws are always changing and evolving mm. so yes absolutely it's important to know you know the particular sections of legislation for example as yep. they're applicable however that's not the real value of a law degree the mm. real value of a law degree is teaching you to think in a different way mm-hmm. and also to be able to look at an issue and look at different arguments that are relevant to that issue mm. from all sorts of different sides mm. and i think that's incredibly important especially mm. today you know let, let, let's think about social media for you know an example where you've got all of these opinions being thrown at you mm-hmm. at all the time mm. you know about different things I can think of a lot of examples at the moment. And I guess what a law degree will teach you is that you can look at all of those different things and actually sort of think, okay, but hang on, that might not be the only answer. Mm. That might not be the only opinion and actually be able to look at it in a, things in a different way. Mm. So I think that's the real value. So back to your question, however, about what students can do with a law degree, the, the world's really their oyster. Yeah. A lot of our students, for example, the online students, mm-hmm. have often got careers Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, they're doing something, you know, that could be in all sorts of different areas. And they mm. often will use the law degree to help get a promotion huh. or to segue into something slightly different. So mm-hmm. a couple of examples, I've had students who were nurses and doctors. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just one example. 
um, and they've used the law degree to, you know, go into more health policy, for example. So there's a lot of different things that you can do with it. It's a degree that's still highly valued. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's both vocational and general. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by that is vocational in that you can go and practice in law, Mm -hmm. but general in that you can um, do a lot of different things Mm. with your degree. So it's it's a fantastic degree to have. I'm super glad that I've got it. Yeah, definitely sounds like that. <laughs> Are you going to enroll now, Nick? Oh, I, I might be encouraged. We'll see. I think I think we could encourage you. I might <laughs> have some chocolate in my bag or something. <laughs> um, so, what are some developments happening in your area of study this year? Well, look, you know, huge amounts of developments, especially in terms of the social media stuff. A lot of people would have seen sort of the Voller decision in terms of with Dylan Voller, mm-hmm. who he was actually um, subject to a uh, an investigation, a government investigation looking into his treatment in juvenile detention. Mm-hmm. And the reason that that's really interesting is what happened was a couple of media outlets actually put some Facebook posts together talking about his story. Okay. okay? And then other people people, third parties who weren't at all associated with the media outlets, they mm-hmm. then came in and made defamatory or allegedly defamatory statements yep. about Dylan Voller. And you can imagine a lot of the media outlets were quite, you know, well, hang on the minute, this has nothing to do with us. Yeah. We didn't have any control about what these third parties have said, etc. Mm-hmm. on our social media pages. What we wrote wasn't defamatory. Mm-hmm. But anyway, as it turned out, the media companies were actually, there's been a number of different appeals now, mm-hmm. and it has been found that they, they potentially will be liable as oh. well for those third party comments. Okay. And the main reasons for that were because they were making money out of the social media pages, they were using it to generate, you know, ads, revenue, etc. Mm-hmm. And also because the defamatory comments, as soon as they go on, once they're you know, can be sort of downloaded or disseminated to somebody else, they can actually, it's seen as being a defamatory statement. Hmm. Okay. Why I'm saying that this is going to be interesting is because there's it, this is going to go to appeal again. They need to work out whether or not the comments were defamatory. Yep. And there'll also maybe some other defences such as innocent dissemination mm-hmm. that the media outlets may be able to use. So... That's super exciting, you know, for me because that's really revolutionary stuff. Mm. Um, And that's applicable to everybody as well because, you know, if you're administering a Facebook page, for example, there can potentially be legal obligations that you will have even for what other people write Mm. on your Facebook page or other social media pages. So that's Mm -hmm. that's really super exciting in my life. Yeah, There's a number of others. You've got a number of defamation actions Mm -hmm. that are happening at the moment as well. And also there was a, a case yesterday that there looking at in terms of the businessman and he was I think it was Andrew Forrest and looking at your criminal case against Facebook as well so Ah, mm -hmm. there's just a myriad of issues Mm. sort of coming into play in terms of that sort of social media world in terms of the tort world well there's always sort of issues there (laughs) with people suing other people for things Mm -hmm. and councils and universities and all sorts of different things Mm. as well so it's a very exciting area to be involved in. There's no doubt about that. Um, in terms of my what the work I'm doing, I'm mm-hmm. doing a lot of what, what I'm sort of 
trying at the moment is using more sort of social media within my units. Yep. So having more of a social media presence mm-hmm. within my units to see how that will go. Mm-hmm. Because we know that students pretty much with every unit they do, they normally create their own Facebook group, for example, or yep. WhatsApp group. So I'm just sort of doing a few bits and pieces to see what I can do that isn't going to sort of impinge upon students wanting to do their own thing and having their yep. coffee shop chatter, mm-hmm. but also trying to make the content that I'm disseminating and teaching a little bit more interesting and mm-hmm. accessible for students. So mm-hmm. I've sort of started social media presence and it's funnily referred to as academically blonde. <laughs> and that's a bit of a play on, you know, Reese Witherspoon, legally, legally blonde. blonde. Um, you know, the fact that I always felt like I was a not quite right sort of personality to be an academic. So it's yep. sort of a take on that. Hmm. So look, as I said, it's it's very exciting what this year is going to bring. And I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic that 2022 is going to be a great year and hopefully we'll we'll get back a bit more on track Mm. Um, but also you know in light of the lessons I think that we've learned from COVID Mm. as well because I think that we have learned Mm -hmm. as a community we've learned a lot from that Mm. and I think you know the young people and and um, others sort of who are coming to university great time to be doing it because there is great societal change Mm. and there'll be the forefront of that Mm. in the changing world so I was gonna say overall it sounds like everything both the in the university and the law world at large seems like it's very much changing and developing in every day yeah look absolutely that that's exactly what's happening Mm. and as I said, I think that we have learnt a lot of lessons from, from mm-hmm. COVID about what's important. You know, the the concept of community and I don't know about others, but I certainly, you know, miss seeing my friends and going mm. out and, you know, doing all of that sort of stuff. And so let's hope that 2022 brings more of that, you know, mm. us being able to do that safely. I've certainly missed the, you know, love the online students are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the beautiful thing about a lot of the online students, is that they bring a real wealth and breadth of knowledge and and Mm. different skills and, you know, life experiences, which is great. But I must admit I've also missed the on-campus students and and seeing the on-campus students around, um, miss the college college vibe. And so Mm -hmm. I'm very much hoping that um, that will come back with a vengeance, which I suspect it will this year. Oh, hopefully. So I hope so because that is certainly one of the best parts of my job. Mm. No doubt about it. So do you have any final thoughts to send out to our new cohort? A welcome to UNE. Mm. Uh, I think as I went to, I would like to say it was only a few years ago, but I actually did my undergraduate studies at UNE. <laughs> it's a fantastic university. Mm. Great people, really caring staff, mm-hmm. staff who will go out of their way to help you out. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely, you know, take any opportunities that, that come your way mm-hmm. because in, the more opportunities you take, the more you will get out of university. Mm-hmm. Uh and just enjoy it and just open your mind to a, a new world of experiences and new world of people. And as I said, I wish you all the very best and a lot of success in your studies. Very nice. Well, thank you for coming in, Julia. That was an interview with Miss Julia Day here on 106.9 Tune FM, where we are giving you O-Week content all week long. But right now, let's get back to the music.